You're listening to a DM podcast. G'day, pod lovers, podcasters, podlings, and welcome to Behind the Podcast, the podcast that opens the studio doors and takes a peek behind the microphone to tell you, the listener, the producer, the creator, the aficionado, what's happening in the podverse. I'm Jules, and with me, as always, is Stocks. Hello. On today's show, TikTok dances its way into podcasting, Osher is anointed Grand Supreme, YouTube increases their inroads, co-listening is a thing, and Rider's contentious start to podcasting. All right, Stocks. Well, the big, big, big news this week. The cat is finally out of the bag. I think you've been sitting on this one and been talking about it for a little while, but have done very well to keep it a secret from the rest of the public. So good on you. You are one to be trusted. If anyone out there needs to share any big industry news with Stocks, we will keep it under wraps until the gates are open. Look, I've been like uh, Sylvester the cat with Tweety Bird in my mouth, but it's not my honour. It's why I've kept quiet. It's the weight of the NDAs onerous weight sitting on my shoulders. Absolutely. Wall Street Journal reported last week, TikTok's parent company, ByteDance, has set sights on Spotify with music streaming expansion. It was reported by Jessica Tunkel of the Wall Street Journal. We've been aware of this for a few months. It's seismic. I don't think there's any other way to put it. Um, but yes, we are NDA'd up the yin-yang, so to speak. But Spotify's share price fell that day. And, announcement. and I think rightly so. I mean, let's break it down. We'll break it down on what is out in the public domain. Well, first of all, I mean, let's look at TikTok and how it's just revolutionized a few things, really. I mean, advertising, certainly. You know, influencers, uh, the rise of the influencer advertiser came through Instagram. Dad jokes. Dad jokes. If you want to have a dad joke Instagram, if you set one up about a year ago, you'd be at about a million right now, I'd say. Absolutely. And TikTok just took that to the next level. And I think, you know, and obviously disrupted the music industry as well, you know, gave music publishers another avenue to actually get their songs played. Game changer. Game changer. Just being able to put um, music in the back of a TikTok, the dancing, all the different content you can create around the music. Absolute game changer for music discovery. But the power really is in the algorithm, huh? It is. It absolutely is. And TikTok's algorithm will chew or destroy any links you put in that take off app. So if you put a link in a TikTok that's taking you off to a website, Instagram, somewhere like that, the algorithm will hide your post. It will not make your post go viral. And then if you use the hashtag podcast, for example, in any TikTok that you put out there, it goes nowhere. Uh, It doesn't give you any engagement. So what this basically is coming from what we understand Mm -hmm. is TikTok music, TikTok podcasts. So what does that mean? TikTok podcast means you could do a 45-second highlight video from your podcast on there teasing out the best bit of content from your show and have a link to your podcast and it will take you within app to the podcast. And you can hashtag podcast and that will probably actually push it up the algorithm. This is massive. Discovery is the biggest problem with podcasting as we've always talked about. The biggest barrier to entry is discovery. And if you have a TikTok audience of any description... This is going to change the game for you. Yeah, I mean, interestingly, uh, you know, one of the one of the podcasting companies that we love, The Ringer, uh, we'll be talking about in a little bit as well. But you know, one thing I've noticed on a lot of their shows is they start to call out when they want you know someone to turn on the camera because they're about to make a TikTok clip or find us on TikTok. So you know, being owned by Spotify themselves, are you going to start to see? 
them, you know, withdrawing from that platform potentially, or you know, will this be will this be mandated by their owner Spotify? I don't know, but certainly, you know, it's really going to shake things up. the The pairing of of music, video, podcasting, while it seemed a bit tenuous at first, it certainly seems to be you know the strategy that a lot of these platforms are going. Everyone's trying to get into that audio space and have, and have video to support it and, and help be a way in, get to know the people behind the microphone. And I think the big thing here why this is existential crisis for someone like a Spotify is it seems quite easy and easy is all relative, but it seems easier for say TikTok to go and add music catalog and podcasting, which is all content they don't create Mm -hmm. to their platform than it is for someone like a Spotify or Amazon to add a social network Mm -hmm. to their platform absolutely and it's something that you know spotify used to have to a degree i mean they did used to have the ability to see what your friends were listening to that feed was quite prominent on the outside now i think you can still find it somehow if you're on the desktop player but it's not really there's a lot of clutter on the app and it's just something that they don't promote anymore outside of the uh wrapped for the end of the year there's not much social sharing i don't follow playlists from you which i used to yeah uh there's just a whole bunch of stuff thrown my way based on my listening habits by the algorithm, but the social element has gone very much so from before. I can't see what you're... Li- oh, I can, but I don't look at what you're listening. And maybe we've aged out of it, but also just feel like it's such a cluttered app now. It's very interesting. All right, well, let's keep an eye on that one for sure because that's going to mean big, big things. We're going to take a quick little run around the newsroom and see what else is popping up from the week that was in podcasting. So, Osher Ginsberg has been named the 2022 Chair of Judges for the Australian Podcast Awards. Isn't that interesting? Look, he is a podcasting stalwart from day one, sort of a Mark Fennell light. As part of Osher's duties as the Chair of Judges, he is um, appointing several judges that will form part of the panel of local and international judges that will bring in a range of different perspectives to the awards this year. I mean, that's a bit of weight. You are, are tipping the scales. Osher is a kind of Mr. Everywhere of podcasting, so I couldn't think of a better person, really. Yeah, I mean, he's a Mr. Everywhere generally. I mean, he, obviously, you know, no stranger to our TV screens over the past 20-odd years. The artist formerly known as Andrew G. <laughs> Certainly. And he's been on radio and, and, yeah, very early adopter in podcasting. So, you know, probably a fantastic person to do this. And obviously champions diversity in, in a lot of the things that he does as well and so I think it'll be just a good sort of person to have, you know, overseeing and promoting that and making sure that it is held to a certain account. Yeah, and has a good profile outside of podcasting as well. So it might bring some more eyeballs to our beloved industry. All right, a bit more Battle of the Platforms too. A bit of action between YouTube and Spotify. You want to run us through it? You know, we all know Spotify really is the, as the podcast platform of choice uh, for the time being. But the real sort of secret squirrel has been under our noses the whole time. YouTube, we've covered this off. It's one of the most used podcast platforms. The most used, yeah. The most used globally. It's really sort of making you know huge inroads in, in what it's going to be doing through for advertisers in particular as well. Google saw the writing on the wall years and years and years ago with their acquisition of, of YouTube and, and the abundance of video and how this can really revolutionize what people watch and how they watch. And it looks like maybe they're seeing the same thing with podcasts as well. Yeah, so what's breaking here is 
YouTube's going to offer advertising on audio-only podcasts? Is that what's happening? Yeah, and they're, well, they're giving better uh, targeting possibilities within their advertising as well. So really narrowing in on the audiences that you want to advertise towards, uh, similar to the way that they do for all the YouTube videos. Just making sure that the ads that are specific to your audience are being served to them at the right time. Interesting. They're also introducing a 30-second version of their 15-second ad as well, which will be, you know, for Apple, for Spotify listeners, that'll be no nothing new. You know, 30-second ads have been around for a while. But again, it's getting that sort of ad that is relevant to the sort of things that you're, you are interested in, particularly if they're dynamically inserted as opposed to, you know, read by the host of the show. Mm. Well, look, there's a case to be made that Google is the greatest advertising business in the history of humankind so there's that in their favor i guess a negative from mine is that youtube video cpms are terrible yeah sort of three to five dollars as opposed to podcast cpms which are 50 to 70 dollars and then what's an audio cpm gonna be from youtube one dollar two dollars be interesting it's gonna look watch this space definitely yeah i think the other thing to mention is that they are doing a lot for podcasters as well in terms of they're supporting creators who want to move to video as well who want to add that aspect to their podcast when i first heard about youtube being the biggest podcast player i couldn't quite wrap my head around that and then going down many kind of youtube rabbit holes as i do i found myself just watching the video content of podcasts because they've just got great little snippets they're able to break it up easily using their sort of the shorter clip versions as well and they really draw you in so then after you know an hour of just going through various youtube videos i realized i've been spending an hour listening to podcasts so well done youtube you pulled the rug from under us yep and adjacent to what we were talking about with tiktok YouTube Shorts has been around for a little while, but they're really pushing it as a platform now. And YouTube Shorts are basically TikToks. So if you go into your YouTube app on your phone, on your desktop, wherever, it will show YouTube Shorts as maybe the third row of, of searchability. And from there, it can be used in the same way we're talking about with TikTok, where you can put in a 45-second clip of your podcast, and then ideally you can click through to... The bigger podcast. Yeah. So watch this space. YouTube is a big player. And that's why the Spotify share price went down. Well, Spotify aren't exactly resting on their laurels either. They're potentially bringing in a platinum level. So this is something that has been uh, shown on a few people's screens. Pure platinum. I love it. <laughs> Absolutely. So what they're promising is fewer ads. Um, so you know, if you're paying more money, obviously, you would expect there's going to be some sort of trade-off there. Uh, library management. So they're going to probably be bringing in some um, additional features for this this platinum level that are specific to podcast listeners and, and what they are after. So no doubt there's been a lot of testing that's going on there. So we look forward to seeing what those features are and how they roll out and if they're worth spending extra money for. And I think the other thing they're bringing in is high fidelity. I know. So for- What does that mean? I don't really As know. the ex-head of Nokia Music, yeah, well. <laughs> walk me through it. Walk me through it. I think I worry about the sort of breathing levels of us sometimes or coughing in the background or someone dropping a pencil in the studio. What's going to be able to be picked up? I don't know. We'll see. The original thing of Spotify Premium was no ads on the music. They got into podcasting and they went, well, the ads are here. We're ripping RSS feeds. We can't actually pull that out. So now you're getting ads there. So it'd be interesting to see what the tech is or how they're able to navigate a world where if you do a Spotify Platinum, how does that relate to podcasting? Okay, let's jump into the data center. SXM Media and Melissa Paris 
uh, recently published Five Reasons Brands Shouldn't Sleep on Co-Listening. So it was a study on Pandora data comparing 2018 to 2021. The new study found that for every 100 paid podcasting advertising impressions purchased on podcast, advertisers receive five additional impressions from co-listening. It's, a, it's not huge, but it's a bit. It's not nothing. In music, in the music space on Pandora, it was 52%. Mm-hmm. So a lot more people will listen to music together. And the number one and number two environments for the co-listening is in the car and in and home, which makes sense. The podcast for the road trip is fascinating territory, trying to chart what is the show that... You can listen to with your partner Absolutely. or significant other. Um, so I guess there's a bit more, bit trickier than going. We're just going to blast the latest Bruno Mars album or something. Who yep. knows? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is one of these cases where sometimes the advertising ends up being discussed as well that are on the podcast. I mean, if you're listening to something usually and your partner's listening to something else and you're bringing your two worlds together, you know, maybe there's something common ground that you found in the advertising is completely different or it skews towards one or the other. So, you know, that in and of itself launches conversation points between people. And if you are finding that you're getting all of these additional uh, impressions from additional ears in the car, something you want to consider in the way that you're making your ads. Yeah, and look, advertisers out there, there you go. You can boost your numbers by 5% and rely on this study. I think we're big in cars and homes, aren't we? Exactly. We're very friendly for partners. They both hate us. (laughs) Finally, in interesting big ripple news, Emily Ratajkowski, also known as Emrata, announced the launch in Harper's Bazaar of... The High Low with Emrata podcast. Three episodes a week, one episode interview, another second episode, Emrata breaking down key things from pop culture. Can't wait. And third episode for subscribers or Patreon or whoever is questions from the audience. Now, it's a partnership with Sony Music and a podcast studio called Something Else. They are producers of Death of an Artist, the Malcolm Gladwell Pushkin Industries podcast referenced a couple episodes ago, and also little podcasts like the David Tennant does a podcast with, which is a giant podcast. So she's partnered with some serious money and a serious production company to do this. But did she steal the podcast format from the high-low? Oh, close in name, by Pandora Sykes and Dolly Alderton. They are two English journalists and their podcast is a bit of a sensation, but it was last published in episode in December of 2020. So it's no longer running. No longer running or it's on hiatus. It's on hiatus. It's described as a weekly conversation between writers that covers highbrow and lowbrow culture. I mean, it sounds like a great podcast. And apparently, by all accounts, it's very influential. Shameless goes in very hard on this in the latest episode because it's really, it's two journos who independently started a podcast without a production company, basically sitting wherever they did, lounge room, kitchen, whatever, and made it a success. And then it's been appropriated by a big celeb with a massive audience who has a production, big production company behind her. So this is obviously very close to the bone for the girls of Shameless because they are self-created, mm-hmm. independent journos who've built this incredible empire. So they have a discussion about it, which is it's, it's interesting, but it does raise some stuff we talked about last week around Spotify. Where are the boundaries on this? There's a lot of content out there, yes. Mm-hmm. What's appropriation? 
what's theft? I think everyone's kind of listened to podcasts and if you are a podcast creator, you've no doubt taken some inspiration from something or you've heard something, the way that someone delivers a line or whatever and you've, you've taken a bit of inspiration. You've taken, you know, maybe some things have permeated into the way that your show is run. But there are certain things where you're like, okay, well, that just sounds like a flat lift and shift and what they've done is really go quite hard, including what seems to be the name. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's inspiration versus, you know, something a little bit more heavy-handed. Um, but, yeah, I mean, look, with that many shows that are out there, maybe there are some eagle-eyed producers who are just sort of scouring, trying to find formats that maybe don't have, you know, as large an audience, but there's something there. And by adding a celebrity name to it, they can really just take control of that format and just put it out and, and you know, gain huge prominence because they've just got the launching pad of, of a well-known voice to attach to it, leaving, you know, independent creators or journalists or whomever a bit flabbergasted, really. Yeah, and I think this is close to what we talked about last week with the Spotify podcast, Sex Lies and DM Slides. I'm sure they're within their rights to do it. And the Shameless Girls make this very clear. English podcast, even if they trademark the name, Emrata's in the US. Trademarks don't cover it. That's fine. You can take this format and you can take it over there. But it's a bit on the nose mm. to take the name, take the whole thing. Like, just come up with a different name. Just, take just a little bit. Just workshop it. Put it out to your social, your 30 million followers on Instagram. Whatever it is, just put it out there. Come up with a slightly different name and steal the format. Yeah. Benefit of the doubt, maybe Amrata hadn't heard of the show. Unfortunately, it seems like she has been on It seems before. like it has because she did the very high-profile interview with one of the hosts of the original show last year. So, look, she might not have been across it, but they've crossed paths, they've met. Apparently, it was a 30 to 40-minute interview. I don't know. Do your own research. But, yeah, check out the shameless take on this. It's quite good. And the name behind the podcast is obviously taken. And the Instagram handle. <laughs> Speaking of which, we had a few people get in touch with us this week on our Instagram and yes, we haven't posted anything. It's horrible, but we are using it. So, please keep sending through. We will put content on there soon, but it's the right channel to come to us. All right. Well, that wraps up Behind the Podcast for the week. Thanks to everyone for the listens. Don't forget you can follow us on Instagram at Behind the Podcast or email us with any questions, thoughts, inspirations at btp at dm.org.au. And thanks again to our producer, Mandy Coolen. <laughs>